The following is a production of Money Honey Media. All opinions, views, and expletives expressed are their own. They strongly advise that you first consult your tax professional prior to willing to any of it. Hi, you've tuned in to Up Yourself. Now, uh, we have Joanne McCauley with some very interesting discussion points. Joe, what are we talking about today? Okay, so we're having a we're going to talk about a question that's come up on our Facebook group. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group, please do. It's called Money Honey Tradie Wags. Um, and that's a great place to share information. So the question comes from Veronica, who happens to be a friend of mine, which is lovely, um, and she wants to know uh, a little bit about the risk, profit, pros and cons of buying a unit for investment in your local area. So I happen to know that... I happen to know that Veronica is from Sydney, but I think before we start talking about that, I'm going to get Nick to talk about buying an investment property in Canberra because it's a little bit different. So it tell us about that. Nick. definitely is. As someone who has lived in Canberra their whole life, genuinely I tried to get out once and get far. Um, buying an investment property in Canberra is quite common. We are a very property investment portfolio directed community. So it's more often than not that we see clients who would prefer to buy in something stable. And in Canberra, that can offer a couple of benefits. So the wonders of the Canberra system, uh, we don't actually own the land that the property is built on. So we hold a lease with the Commonwealth for 99 years. That may sound incredibly boring to you or feel somewhat unjustified, but in a rental property situation or an investment property situation, that means the stamp duty over the land that you purchase is actually deductible because the land is not your own, it's owned by the Commonwealth, which means in that first year that you purchase a rental property, you get some sizable offsets. So really worth noting. Um, other common things, we start looking at land tax in the ACT. Our threshold is marginally lower than other states, so just really bear that in mind. Um, our rates are more expensive, our properties are more expensive, but that's largely to do with the demographic of workers in the ACT. So being an ex-public servant as well, because it's kind of a birthright if you're born in Canberra and you stay in Canberra, um, we have that higher income bracket, which means most of the properties in our area are going to be sizably more expensive. So really worth noting, just as a general tip, uh, in Canberra, you can claim the stamp duty when you purchase a property because we don't own the land. Um, so I might just add there that you can do that in the Northern Territory as well, because it's also um, Commonwealth land, so they have 99-year leases as well. But just check if you are buying a property that that is the case. And figure out where your borders are. So <laughs> yeah. Greendian is not part of Canberra, uh, even though we love them deeply. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, do you want to run us through Sydney? Okay. Um, what so do we do? So this is what I usually tell when people, I mean, we're not allowed to give financial advice, of course, but there's a couple of tips I give people. I could never tell you to buy a house in a certain property, you know, a certain area. But um, so it's not a bad thing if you can buy it close by in some circumstances, uh, because if you're buying it close by, you can keep an eye on it. Now, um, you know, you might want to just drive by. You don't want to be one of those stalky kind of landlords who, you know, is knocking <laughs> on the door and wanting to check that they've cleaned the kitchen properly. But um, it's probably not bad to just do a drive-by every so often and just check. Just check. You just want to check that the gardens are, you know, under control. Someone hasn't knocked the house down or anything like that. Uh, that's probably a bit difficult to do if it's in another state. Um, so just, I guess that's just a tip. But one thing I think, this is what I usually look at, is you've got to talk about, look at the investment that you're making. So if you're buying in Sydney, you're probably going to be paying an extremely large amount of money. Um, and you want to work out if the return is worthwhile. So there's two things that you're getting a return on. One of them is the rent, 
and the other one is the capital growth in the long run. Now, I'd love to have a crystal ball and tell you what your capital growth is going to be like, but no one actually knows that. Um, so let's look at the rent. So with the rent, what you should be trying to aim for is around a 5% return. Now, how you work that out is you look at how much rent you're going to get for the year and you divide it by the price of the property. Uh, rough and dirty way of doing that, and it, the mass is, does work out pretty close, is if you pay $300,000 for a property and you get $300 rent a week, it will work out about 5%. If you pay $700,000 for a property and you get $700 a week for rent, that's about 5%. Now, if you go and buy a property in the country, you're probably going to get that 5%. If you go and buy a property in Borkham Hills, which is the area we live in, you're probably going to pay $1.2 million, and I can guarantee you you're not going to get $1,200 a week rent. You'll probably get $700. So, you know, there's a lot of things you need to look at when you're buying a property, but obviously the return is one of those things. Uh, you'll probably get some really good negative gearing out of that, but... Uh, we'll talk about negative gearing another day. <laughs> in a completely separate yeah. episode because it is a bucket of fun. That's so. correct. So I would be looking at what I'd be looking at if I was buying an investment property. I want it to be something that people are going to want to rent. It needs to be quite basic, nothing elaborate. You don't want to have like, um, you know, dragon uh, tunnels or, or um, <laughs> The old sliding or bookshelf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just wants to be, features. you know, on a relatively flat block of land. Um, you know, it's it's got decent size yard but not over the top. Like just things where if a young family were moving to the area, they'd probably want to live there. They'd probably want to have a nice school nearby. Um, so all that sort of stuff. So I guess just look at it like would I live in that house mm. um, and... If that's the case and it's getting a reasonable rent, then that's fine. There aren't really any risks except the risk is that you're gonna, the market's going to lose out. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's a, a risk wherever you are. Yeah. Um, just one, one other thing. Sorry, I've got like lots of tips. <laughs> so many things. Um, I, I used to look at if you're buying in a country area particularly, um, I look at the economy um, of that area and how stable it is. So... If you've got a university in that area, um, you're going to have lots of people coming in to rent. Um, if you've got, you know, hospitals, st- just just things that are going to bring people to the town, um, that's something you want to look at. Um, sometimes some of the mining like towns have really high rents for a period of time, but if the if the mine goes, that's it. Like they've lost out. So I guess just just be, you know, do your research. Um, Know what you're looking at. Don't buy off someone telling you this is the best place to buy. Really do your research first. That's awesome. So to sum it up, Joe, um, and this will be a long summary, so prepare yourselves because we've okay. discussed a lot. <laughs> so um, in Canberra in the Northern Territory, when we work in a territory system, you can claim the stamp duty on purchase. When you're looking at purchasing an investment property, if it's close to you, you may be able to get the benefit that during a disaster situation, uh, you are close to that property and you can check on the status yourself. Uh, also, it allows you to be able to monitor what's going on, but not to a creepy stalkerish level. Always remember that you're aiming for a 5% return on investment. That's not the only investment that you're going to get all the way through this because you will or may experience capital growth with your property. And finally, really nut down the demographic 
do your research, figure out would you want to rent that property or who are you targeting the property at before you go through the purchase? Because that means that you can buy an ideal property that should be rented quite well and you can guarantee that return on investment. And sometimes that's why if the property's close by, it does make sense because you know that market and you know that that's a good school or that there's good shopping centre next you know that that sort of stuff that's probably why it's often favorable to be close to home fantastic thank you so much joe uh and again if you ever have any questions about investment properties and rentals go to your tax agent for the tax benefit but maybe consider getting in touch with one of our financial planners or a financial planner near you thanks so much joe thank you bye Up Yourself is a production of Money Honey Media. It's a team effort to produce this podcast, and we'd like to extend our thanks to Charlie Evans for our intro disclaimer, Joel, our unpaid production guru, and the team at Jigsaw Tax for their ongoing support. You can catch more Money Honey content on Spotify, Apple, or directly via our Buzzsprout RSS feed. If you'd like what you've heard, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, give us a five-star rating on Apple, or drop us a line via our Facebook page, Money Honey Presents.